the word evangelical has been used a bunch by some of my liberal Christian friends. Yeah. Who I would have called evangelicals. Okay. Because they believe the Bible. Right. They're, they're, you know, they're in the same denomination. Right. They just have different politics, policy. They would have different okay. political yeah. policy. Yeah. But we have the same theology for the most part. But then right. they keep blasting evangelicals. And I'm thinking, are you not an evangelical? Am, right. Am I still an evangelical? I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Hey Dave, how you doing? Good man, how are you? We're doing okay. You ready for another Hopper topic? Uh, Yeah, I got one. I got one too. Oh great. Now you go first. You go first, and then and then we'll do my. We'll do a double topic today. All right, sounds good. All right, go. What do you got? Uh, well, you know, my boys who are seventeen, twin boys, yep. uh, are lifting lots of weights. Yep, and they we've bought like a half rack. I don't know if you know what a half rack is. Yeah, so sure. It a whole rack, and yeah, tell just, us. Yeah, holds your weights, holds the bar, allows you to do squats, has safety arms. Yeah, things like that. We uh-huh. have a we have a bench. We just got some weights. They've gotten terribly expensive. Yeah, after I bet. COVID, I sold a bunch of weights thinking we were moving before covid then we didn't move and then uh they're super expensive oh my goodness so i've been looking that for them on the, everybody wants yeah weights at home their now. home gym yeah, now. yeah uh-huh. no one's going to the gym but yeah. um yeah so i uh, i've slowly and inexpensively tried to to manage this i did have to spend more money than i wanted but but we have a nice setup now okay yeah and it's taken over half a room in the house oh, and boy. the boys are loving it yeah and it's good for me because i've you know i, I haven't Worked out in over a year. You know, I yeah. stopped going to the gym last sure. March, twenty twenty. Like everybody, yeah. And uh, I just got in. You know, I've gotten soft and out yeah. of out of habit. And I see. Now I'm really sore everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, hurting. I'm doing very little. It's it's kind of scary. Yeah. I've probably probably taken a quantum leap into my age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna fight it, but. Anyway, the boys, uh, yeah, they're working out. You know, they're 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 bowing up a bit, and they keep asking me questions about nutrition. Sure. And so I thought we'd talk about that. I have a biology major. You have a biology major. We we're both, you know, pre med. Yeah. Um, and then we went to seminary instead. Right. Um, right. But I, you know, I looked at nutrition. And I I cared about fitness, and I was into uh, weights to some degree, although I was never into bodybuilding. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I was always thin mm-hmm. growing up and couldn't put on any weight. Yeah, and so I, I started looking into nutrition and and the other. You know, I tell my boys there are three things that you need, mm-hmm. uh, and one is sleep. Mm-hmm. You need rest. Yes, so your body can restore. Right. Then you need the resistance training, and there's there's a whole segment on that, like mm-hmm. how to do that properly. There's mm-hmm. proper form. Oh yeah, you can injure yourself. There's different ways to uh, to do that to maximize every mm-hmm. muscle fiber being used, right. that kind of thing. And then there's the nutrition piece. Yes, you have to put the right things in your body if yes. you want to to grow lean weight. And of course, the more lean weight you have, the healthier you can be. The more yeah. fat you burn, even when you're sleeping or sitting yeah. down, yeah, um, the stronger your bones, the higher course, density they of are. Um, you know, your muscles are your shock absorbers. Um, they they just uh, you're more functional of course yeah so uh longevity and health uh resistance training is good yeah um, and so the nutrition yeah so the boys they um they want to know about protein and what kind of carbohydrates work and this is what i know oh, right so this is old research yeah that i've done 
And I'm sure that there are people out there who can speak volumes that are that are far and away uh, up to date with with new research. And and hey, uh, you're welcome to chime in to send us um, to email us to respond and let us know because I I'm this is my caveat. This is this is old information. But sure, sure. I think it's still valid. Yes, it uh, works. Basically, you need you know you got three food groups. You have you have protein, you have carbohydrate, and you have fat. Absolutely. And you need all three. Yep. Um, and you need those in balance. And some people say it depends on your body type and, of course, what kind of workout you're doing. Sure. Some go so far as to say even your blood type and other factors play a role in how much you should hmm. divide these. But here's, here's some basic principles I've told my sons. Um, you want to eat about 20 grams of protein mm-hmm. um, every two hours. And more than 20 grams or even, I guess, more than 30, you're going to start to store some of that because sure. your body can't process it. Um, so you want the protein there available, but in doses that your body's able to process and utilize. Yeah. Um, if you don't have enough protein, of course, you're, you're losing muscle synthesis, right? Right. If you have enough protein that's available, or if you do too much, you're going to store it. Then with the carbohydrates... Um, you need you have to have carbohydrates to build muscle. Yeah, I mean you're, it takes a lot of energy to run your body. Sure, so you got to run your body and you got to build. You got to you got to pump fluid into those muscles and swell those tissues. Right, um, and that takes carbohydrate. Yeah, and so there there's just like there's quality and poor quality protein. Um, sure, there's quality and poor quality carbohydrates. Yeah, of course sugar being some of the cheapest fuel. Oh my goodness, yeah, and probably that's, the most damaging yeah, fuel for sure. Spiking your insulin, yeah, that's causing bad. All kinds of other problems. Yeah, and we love sugar, don't we? We've talked oh, about that. Man, way too much. Yeah, so like a quality carbohydrate would be sweet potato, sure, oatmeal, sure. Um, you know, raw fruits and vegetables. Even yeah, in, in some of the fruits have high glycemics. People get really serious about bodybuilding. Won't eat a lot of fruit, right? Especially like watermelon and the really sugary fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know your fats. Yeah, you have to have quality fats as well. And there's yeah. a lot of really bad fat out there. Oh yeah. Um, you know, all the hydrogenated oils are in sure. everything. Yes, yes, and yes. Anything you buy at like a gas station, fast food. Oh, man. Processed freezer food. Any of that stuff's going to have terrible oils, sugars, yeah. all kinds of stuff in it. Yes, yeah, bad. Um, and so, you know, there's, there, I use three oils. Okay. I have olive oil, coconut oil, and avocado oil. Okay. Um, the avocado and the coconut are both good for cooking. Mm. They're lightweight oils and mm-hmm. they don't denature in the heat. And so you can cook with those. You can cook, you know, in your frying, your skillet. Yeah. Um, and they, they're quality fat, and it keeps food from sticking to the pan and all that. Yeah. Olive oil is really good for you, but it does, uh, it is heat sensitive. Mm. And so, you know, you make a, a cold right. salad or something, olive oil is a good oil to put on it. Right. Um, and so those, those fats are needed, the carbohydrates are needed, and the protein is needed. So you have like micro meals. Throughout the day. Okay. So that you're constantly giving your body just what it needs. So it's not storing sure. extra, but sure. it's, it's building and using what it needs. And it kind of gets in the habit of having that constant flow, which if you have any idea what it's like to feed two teenage I boys can't no. who are lifting lots of weights, it is difficult. Yeah. How do you do that? 
Uh, we don't do it very well. So they're always screaming, Dad, I need more protein. The eggs are gone. The, you know, the, the meat's gone. Well, you need some meat. I'm like, meat's expensive. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, Go get some goats in the backyard or something, and we'll, we'll eat them. Uh, you know, we <laughs> can eggs, eat. Eggs. eggs are cheap. Yeah. Um, however, we are trying to purchase the high-quality eggs. Okay. So they're not near as cheap yeah. as the chicken coops where they're wall-to-wall right, birds. Right, right, They right. can't even move. Right. The quality of their egg is not as good. Yeah, and it's not good for the chickens. True. Uh, yeah, it's, it, there's, there's a, and we've talked about this too. There's a morality yeah. there as far yeah, as absolutely. caring for creation, caring yeah. for animals. But you get a chicken that's, that's acting like a chicken, as supposed yeah. to act, and eating what a chicken's supposed to eat. Right. The quality of the egg is much higher. So different. But so you've got to pay for that. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's true for any, that's true for beef. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. The difference is amazing. Yeah. They're gonna, you're going to feed a cow a bunch of stuff that it's not supposed to eat. Yeah. A bunch of grains and things. Yeah. A, you know, a cow goes out in the field and eats what it's supposed to eat. Right. Um, Instead of corn. Yeah. There's a difference uh, in the way they taste. Huge. And the quality of the protein and the meat and all that. You know, but particularly the fats. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and what yeah. kind of toxins are in our food. Yeah. yeah. So we've talked a little bit about our, our food and how, um, you know, we need to, to take a closer look at how it's impacting our children and our our sleep and our ability to pay attention. Yeah. Um, having neurological for, tics and all of that. For sure. For um, sure. Yeah. So, you know, working out and getting rest and learning the ins and outs of, of just those two things yeah. is not enough. Um, right. You have to add the nutrition and that can be very difficult, especially if you're avoiding sugar and the cheap fuels that are carbohydrates. Yeah, so they're expensive, and it's also time-intensive. It's, yeah. it's time-consuming. So and, they're trying yeah. to build muscle. Yeah, they're trying to get bigger, stronger, more athletic. Yeah. And, yeah, so they they want they want quality protein. I say, go get some earthworms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, earthworms have more protein in them than beef or chicken. Is that right? It's more bioavailable. Um, oh, my goodness. And they're free. <laughs> hey, you want to go into business together? Yeah. We can feel like Dumb and Dumber with our earth farm. Or, or, or earth earthworm farm. farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's interesting that you say that because I, right now, am trying to do, and I have been actually for quite a while, to do something very different, and that is hmm. to lose fat and to, I'm not so much in, I'm not so much interested right now for myself in building muscle, although well, I have been in the yeah. past. Well, and we're I've, past that age. We're, you know, past we're that not going to grow a lot. So I'm trying to lose fat, and especially as I do the long-distance running, to be able to use my body as efficiently as right. possible. Sure. And so I'm doing almost the opposite thing, what you're telling your boys to do. Namely, I have been trying real hard and, uh, with a different um, path, and that is to eat one meal a day. Right. One meal a day. They call it intermittent fasting. Exactly. Intermittent yeah. fasting. And that trains your body to use the fat mm-hmm. as energy, which takes some time to get going, really. Right. Um, and so that's why, and, and that yeah. works really, really well. And then when I run, I run at a pace where I can use fat for energy rather than sugar. If you run too fast, then you're using, your, your right. muscles are working too fast, and they have to use the sugar, or then they go into... Um, you know, uh, building up uh, anaerobic. lactic acid, yeah, anaerobic, yeah, anaerobic yeah. Uh, 
and it built up lactic acid and that kind of thing. You can't go for very long. And so I got to run slow enough, and I do, but to train my body to use fat because it won't use it if it has sugar in it. So I try to fast mm-hmm. and then run having not eaten in you know 20 hours or something. Right. No calories in 20 hours. And that's worked really well when I can actually do it. But man, there are temptations everywhere, and I'm right. I, it, it's hard to resist. So is that but, meal a high fat meal, a quality fat meal? Yeah, yeah. fat and protein uh-huh. uh, rich, and then with some um, complex carbohydrates like oatmeal or uh, yeah. you know that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah so I I've tried that too, and when I was younger, anyway, I would get migraines. Oh, um, is that right? Yeah, I haven't had trouble yeah, with I that gotta at all. have enough carbohydrate in me. Okay. Or I just can't exert myself. Even even if I just like I'm just working, you know, I'm in the yard. Yeah. And I haven't had enough to eat, and it gets to be two or three o'clock, and I'm I haven't had enough carbohydrate. I could huh. start to get a migraine. So I just gotta. Yeah, it's difficult to do. I've tried to make a switch to a, a keto diet. Yeah. You know, a fat diet. Yeah. And um and I've I've had trouble with that. Okay. Uh, I'm sure someone out there knows some answers for us. Yeah. Um, so, so I've done quite a bit with fasting. Um, for yeah. spiritual reasons, mm-hmm. as well as for nutritional reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fasting. I, I there's a, there are a few documentaries out there mm-hmm. that are really interesting, um, mm-hmm. and the 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 science appears to to support. Oh yeah, there's a lot of science behind it. Yes, that you that the the self eating. What's that word? Autophagia. Yeah, autophagia. autophagia. Mm-hmm. That you can destroy a lot of cancer cells in your body yeah. and other unwanted. Yes uglies um by fasting yeah that first you'll you initially lose some protein and some muscle mass mm-hmm. and then you're going to switch to to other stores that's correct and that includes the stuff that that you don't want in your body that's correct um you know drink lots of water yes um take it easy yeah but, i've never done a dry fast where i don't take water i i, I always am drinking yeah. water yeah yeah and, how often do you do that um i do it usually a couple times a week i'll do one meal a day Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've done a few like forty day fasts where I don't eat for forty days. Uh, I've done that a couple times. Those that's spiritual. That's not that's not going to be for uh, that's not terrific for your. You didn't eat anything. Nothing for forty days. Yes, that blows my mind. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, it's not easy. Forty days, no food. Correct. Yeah. Wow. So talk about that. Uh, yeah, one of the times, there there are times that I, uh, let's see, one of the times that I did it, uh, I did it with my church, and I don't know who did it and who didn't, but it was when, so you know that I was the pastor of a church, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, long and difficult story, you know some of that, but I'm not going to talk about that here, but we actually had to close the church, and leading up to that to that decision, whether or not to close the church or not, I asked the those who were there and part of the church to come along with me on a forty day fast, and I didn't. And that was one of them. And for forty days, yeah, I didn't eat. Wow, that's right. Did you lose a lot of weight? I lost a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. I, I, but not as much as you might think, because your body adjusts to it. Yeah, I could see that. You definitely lose weight, but but metabolism changes. Yep. Metabolism changes. Metabolism is a huge thing. I remember listening to um, a lecture one time on metabolism and the value of metabolism. And this is an illustration that really just blew my mind um, into thinking about metabolism and how that stuff works. Um, the the uh, instructor called um, a woman up onto the stage and uh, from the, a volunteer and said, okay, um, imagine, so she's a very small woman. Mm-hmm. 
And she said, uh, I'm going to get the numbers right wrong because I don't remember exactly the numbers. But okay, she, they said, imagine if she were to go home and eat um, a, a pint of ice cream tonight and then again tomorrow and then the next day and the next day and eat a pint of ice cream every day for a year. Sounds great. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Um, how much, so the, she, the, the presenter said, how much weight do you think she would gain over a year? She definitely gained weight. Like all, diet stays the same. Right. Like she's at, she's at going to gain weight, but then her body's going to ramp up. The question yeah. is how much? And so they said, well, so again, I'm going to get the numbers wrong here, but the, the illustration's the same because I don't have it in front of me. Sure. I could work them out. But um, they said, you know, uh, she might gain maybe 10 pounds, 15 pounds. She gained 15 pounds. Well, how many calories are actually in those uh, that that amount of ice cream should she how much if she's eating everything else the same and she's eating right. a, an extra pint of ice cream she should gain 180 pounds right she should like triple her weight or some, or, or you know uh, like but we all know that's not going to happen right we all know that's not going to happen why because we know that metabolism goes up that way and the same thing happens when you go on yeah, a fast slows down. you don't lose as much weight as you might think you do lose weight for yeah. sure no question about it but your metabolism changes and your body adjusts and there is, from a uh, nutritional standpoint, a physical standpoint, there is an incredible amount of clarity that comes, and it, re- it really is there. It, it, mm. it takes a while to move through, but after a while, you're not very hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to move past that stage. That's, that's in the first week that the hunger is just overwhelming. Yeah. But after that, um, it really slows down. The hunger does. And, I mean, you stop pooping and... You know, it's uh, it's really interesting. And your head clears up, huh? Head clears up. There's there's an incredible amount of clarity. It's not the kind of thing you can do all the time, for sure. And yeah. getting started with it that first week is really hard. There's yeah. no question about it. But, yeah. Yeah, so I fasted for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. passed that. Yeah. And and for spiritual reasons. And I've done some intermittent fasting just to try this or that. And yeah. Like I said, I, I, I've discovered that with headaches and so forth, it's better for me not to, but... Um, I've heard you can get over that too. Yeah. You train your body and get past that. Headache yeah. I don't know much about the headaches. I yeah. haven't experienced that. Um, but fasting is, uh, you know, a discipline, one of the spiritual disciplines. Oh, sure. Where we're recognizing that we are fed by God. We're nourished by God. We need God yes. without his constant nourishment, both physically and spiritually. Yes. We yes. are yes. starving and we will die. Yes. That's um, right. And so it's it's a great act of dependency. Yes. And every time you're hungry, you're reminded of these facts. That's and right. And you go to God and cling to him and call out to him and use that that hunger as fuel for prayer. Yes. That's right. And so I, I haven't done that enough, though. I, yeah. I have to admit it. It's it's not that often. But okay. It's a good yeah. discipline. It's, it's a great discipline. It's one that Jesus assumed that Christians would be. They said, uh, when you fast. And right. the, the, uh, Jesus and the disciples both... Uh, they don't come, they don't uh, instruct us to fast. They assume that we are fasting. Yeah, and there's some suggestions that perhaps uh, in the in uh, times gone by, people knew that fasting was a way to heal disease. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so there that there was expected you would do that anyway, just you know for your health. Yeah, and and your spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So interesting. You know, when I was younger, twenties, thirties, something yeah. like that, when I was starting to get a little pudgier. I could do anaerobic exercise, intense, ex, you know, high yeah. intensity training, yeah. uh, sprinting uphill, yeah. catching your breath as you walk down the hill. I remember Sprint you doing that. Yeah. yeah, I remember you doing that. And I could lose 10, 15 pounds in a week. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. And then my legs, my legs would get strong and I'd feel, I'd feel good. Like my body would respond. Yeah. 
and my metabolism was through the roof by the end of the week. You know, uh-huh. I do that. I uh-huh. do like uh-huh. sprint uphill six times a day for a week, and then you you could eat a mountain of food, right? And just it, it would and still be, lose yeah. weight. Yep. And so uh, that that was my technique. You know, the anaerobic exercise. Yeah, me too. You, yeah, you, me too. You burn that all night long. You know, just in that you spend you spend you know ten minutes exercising. Right. Yeah, and then you see dramatic changes. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm 47. All you 20 year olds. That doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Ah, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll have a heart attack. Yeah. I gotta oh, be yeah. careful. Yeah. No. Yeah. The way for me is the intermittent fasting with the long distance running. Yeah. Yeah. Long distance right now being like four or five miles. Yeah. So the boys, they're putting on plates. I'm lifting the bar. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I, you know I'm starting because I'm just getting started again. Right. So I'm lifting the bar. I'm doing like a hundred times, you know, yeah. second set, try to get as high as I can, yeah. get, get burned. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, uh, there's no more trying to, to to lift heavy. Oh man, no more sprinting up hills. Yeah, yeah, just I trying to you. just trying to stay, you know, healthy. Right. But we we could certainly do better with our diet. Both of us could. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Pass the cookies, would you? <laughs> Topic number two. Yes. Um, I want to talk about the word and what it represents, evangelicalism. Yes, we had thrown that in the hopper earlier. Yeah, I want to pull that out because that word has changed. It has changed multiple times, and it is changing right now. Yeah, kick it off. Well, from a historical perspective, I know that evangelical um, used to mean um, people who... uh, this is um, what over a hundred years ago, people who are very interested in social change, um, and so then like the teetotalers and folks who were for uh, women's suffrage, and these are evangelical people using the gospel to do. And then evangelical change to mean um, in the uh, uh, like uh, fundamentalist and liberal debates, and yeah. so this was not someone who's someone who's not liberal. Um, and that's what has has meant for a f- fairly long time mm-hmm. um, until more recently. I think that it is changing uh, to be very aligned with like the Republican Party and right. Christian nationalism, Christian nationalism. Uh-huh. And so when someone asks me, are you an evangelical? I don't know what to say anymore. I really don't know what to say. Yeah, I believe. So it comes from. Evangel is from the Greek word mm-hmm. evangel, which means gospel. And so, am I a gospel gut person? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, but not the way that people are thinking about evangelicalism now. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that, especially through 2020, it yeah. was a hot year for for a lot of criticism on yeah. both sides yeah. and really nasty posts on Facebook. I've really dropped. Facebook, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll check in periodically just to see how people are doing because I get news that way yeah. about their lives. Yeah. yeah, but I'm so tired of all the posts, political posts, and yeah. the arguing and the just what we, you know, the punching holes in people's right. paradigms and right. just yeah. So, um, and the word evangelical has been used a bunch by some of my liberal Christian friends, yeah, who I would have called evangelicals. Okay. Because they believe the Bible, right? They're they're you know they're in the same denomination, right? They just have different 
politics, policy. They would have different okay. political yeah. policy. Yeah. But we have the same theology for the most part. But then right. they keep blasting evangelicals. And I'm thinking, are you not an evangelical? Am, right. Am I still an evangelical? Right. And it reminds me of the word fundamentalist. Yes. That has yeah. changed massively, right. too. Because back in, in history with the liberal and, and the debates about the, the theology, right. a fundamentalist was someone who held to the five fundamentals of the faith, right. which were miracles, virgin birth, the bodily resurrection. Um, what are the other two? You know, there's... Uh, uh, yeah. Bodily resurrection. Oh, I forget the other two. Yeah. Well, we're anyway, getting, we're getting old, but um, yeah. So maybe yes. we'll remember in a few minutes. And we hold to those. We hold to those. No problem. So we technically are fundamentalists. Yes. But that word then got associated with anyone who was a staunch, maybe a King James only kind right. of Baptistic, super conservative. Um, you're going to hold the legalistic traditions, um, you know, you're going to browbeat people. Yeah, right. Um, you know, everything that, that, that fundamentalism now means, I cannot identify with. Right. I'm not a, f- in that language, in the way that most people re- refer to it, I'm not a fundamentalist. Right. Absolutely not. And so I feel like evangelicalism is taking the same It's moving the course. same direction. And yeah. I think we're about the place where I'm about to say I'm not an evangelical. Right. Which is hard for me to say because... Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely, yeah, it's a shift. Yeah, and I don't like it. And what's the word? What what so then who what are am we I? then? Yeah. What am I? Yeah. yeah. And and I to me from this last year it appears that that has been driven by my liberal friends. Hmm. That have that have lumped evangelical with anything they don't like in conservatism. Yeah. And so you know there are there's you can poke holes on either side of the aisle. Oh yeah, easily. There, there are problems on both sides. Sure. And there, and like we said before, we clearly want things to conserve in our society. Yes. Family, yes. law and order. There are certainly things that need to progress in our yes. society. Yes. Yes. And, and I got a great topic on that, by the way. Okay. Um, and so, well, that's a teaser. What's the topic? Oh, just about the injustice of corporations, insurance oh companies. All right, and, let's write that down. Yeah, okay, jot yeah, that I'm down. with you. Okay, got it. Um, and so, yeah, we we you and I are trying to 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 speak in the middle. We're trying to to pull the truth and and show the air and and, and create a new sides. paradigm. Right? Let's yeah. think differently. A new paradigm. Yeah, we need a new paradigm. Um, so what was I saying? Uh, yeah. So the word evangelical has yeah. been has been so. Um, misused that I no longer know what it means. I don't want, I'm not sure I want to identify as an evangelical. I don't know what the replacement word is. Right. Well, and I I would like to say just merely that I'm a Christian. Right. But so many people call themselves Christians that I don't want to identify with. Right. Um, I don't want to identify myself with. Not that I don't love those people or identify in some ways, but in terms of my religious or theological convictions, I'm not a Mormon. Right. And Mormons consider themselves Christians. Right. And they would call themselves Christians. Or uh, I really do think that the bodily resurrection of Jesus is super important. Right. But there are people who don't and call themselves Christians. And so I can't, I don't want to align myself with someone who's, with, with just the word Christian, because, although I would love to. I'm a Christ follower. Yeah. But not like that. Right. You know? Yeah. So I don't know what the word is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how... And what's going to happen when this when people start shifting away from this word? Mm-hmm. How what's you know how's it going to morph? Yeah. How is it going to be used? 
Yeah. Well, I can imagine if more and more people, if, if people start abandoning the word and say, don't call me an evangelical, then what's going to happen is the word is going to be attached only to people who are what I would call fundamentalists or maybe right. religious right. or may, I'm not sure the right way to say I it. I don't but, hear the word fundamentalist anymore. Right. We don't hear it much yeah. anymore. It's like they're trying, to, they're trying to push evangelical into fundamentalism, which is, I think, uh, there, there's truth there and there's some terrible error as well. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't yeah. think that, that even the way fundamentalism is used is the same that evangelical is going. I don't think they'll become synonyms. Yeah. Um, but there'll probably be a lot of overlap. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, language changes on us. It does. And uh, in some ways that's unfortunate, so. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it definitely is. I think in other ways, maybe it can be helpful. But what kind yeah. of... Well, I was just thinking we should we should at this moment maybe affirm what what we are. Good. I mean, let's w- do that. Yeah, we're we we believe the Bible is true. Amen. We we believe in the the historical five fundamentals of the Absolutely. faith. Absolutely. Well, we we believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. That you you need to be saved by faith in Him. Yep. Grace alone. Yep. Faith alone in Christ alone. We read about that in the Scripture alone. Absolutely. To God's glory alone. The five solas. Yeah, we we hold to um, the need for God to stoop in his grace to rescue us from our sins through the blood of Jesus and the cross. That's right. And that you read about in the Bible. Absolutely. And so, uh, yeah, we still go to church. We still read the Bible. We still pray. We do all those Christian things. Um, we also care about the poor and the oppressed and social change. Okay. Let me let me yeah. let me change what you're saying slightly. Yes. Not I, I would I would prefer to say um, not I would prefer not to say we also care for the poor, but rather that's why we care for the poor. That's why we want social change is because we believe in all these things. We we're reading the scripture and that forms that that moves us to care for the poor, to seek social change, to seek racial justice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, it's not not an addendum. It's it's, it's part the of the way you put yeah. it. Sounded like an addendum. No, like a, no, a, no. We, yeah. In a in an, on yeah. a separate note. <laughs> yeah. In a different parallel universe, <laughs> we also um, happen to. Yeah. No. We. This is part of what we believe. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they're core together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this uh, would have implications for racial reconciliation. Yes. And the the kingdom of God reaching into every tribe, yes. nation, tongue. Um, a lot because of that, we also believe in a very tight sexual ethic, and true. Uh, a very strong and high view of marriage. Yep. Not that everyone needs to be married, but that but that families are very important. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, all those those yeah. kinds of things. The yeah. way we use our money and our resources, and that's right. I mean, we could we can go on and on about what we believe, and that's uh, and, and hopefully we will. Yeah. The early Christians were known for having a. Uh, for for uh, sharing their money with everyone and being very stingy with their bed. Yeah. As opposed to the pagans who were the opposite. Right. And that's and we're the same way. Yep. So let's be liberal with our money. Let's be stingy with our bed. Yes. So what else would, you know, did evangelicalism used to mean that we still hold to? We don't know if, if that's the right term anymore, but... I think that mainly, I mean, that's that's pretty broad. I mean, that's yeah. that's, that's going to help give us the camp. But if that's if that's not what evangelical means anymore, then yeah, then I'm not there. Right. I mean, that's, if evangelical means what fundamentalism has come to mean, 
yeah. or if it means that I am a Christian nationalist or that right. I'm a uh, Republican right. or that I, I, I don't like black people or oh my goodness. You know, good, good grief. Like it, how did it get there? I don't know, but that then I can't identify with it. Right. That's right. Uh, you were in a Christian band. I was. Yeah. We I gotta was, talk about that sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I was the drummer. I still have some of your CDs. We yeah, could play yeah. some of that on yeah, yeah. here. So, you know, I, I don't know a lot of Christian music. Um Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? You you took a big breath. You're gonna yeah, say I did because I remember uh, when, when, talking about like crazy evangelicals or whatever, I remember a, a particular story that you that you told me one time about a communion event, if I can say it that way. That yes, did we not talk about this? I don't think we've talked about this on the hopper. It's yeah. been years since I've heard it from you, but it, it's so stuck in my mind. Yeah, I went to a. It was a clown communion. Yeah, the guy was dressed as a clown. <laughs> it, was, it was a youth rally of some. The some minister. Kind. The, yeah, the, the, the minister the, was dressed up as a clown. And I was sitting behind the drum kit wondering what is happening right now. And he was doing, uh, he had a whole performance. He had a loaf of bread. It was wrapped up in a blanket. He carried it like a baby. He, he unveiled the, the loaf of bread. He held the baby up, the bread, you know, and then he broke it kind of quickly. And, oh, my goodness. And, I, and, and that part was, was powerful. I can see yeah. that sort of. Yeah. And then, you know, we had communion. And we started playing music as, as per their direction, and he started doing like jumping jacks, and it, you know, kind of to get the idea of celebration. Um, but yeah, it was for me, especially at that age, I was taken aback. I w- it was odd. A clown, yes, yeah, administering communion. Clown communion. I want to. It was wa- a thing. Apparently, like I asked, like, what is happening? It's, oh, it's a clown communion. I said, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Clown communion. Yeah, what are we, clowns? You know, at the very least, I think that that draws attention away from the sacrament. Does it not? It is It is very odd. Yeah, I would never do it again. Or I, I didn't actually take the sacrament. No, you were just yeah, sitting there. I was, yeah, but... Oh, and you didn't take the sacrament at the... I didn't, no, I didn't. Yeah. Because I was, I was weirded out. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't think I would either. Yeah, a little more communication would have been... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and so you didn't know this was going to happen, but you were on stage. I was on stage. Yeah, this was one of the conflicts that I had that we talked about as a band. When you're in a band, it's, it, it feels like you're married to six people or something. You know, you're okay. always working out your issues. Um, but one of my issues was I'm stuck behind the drum kit, and things that are said in the microphone may not reflect me. Yeah. Or the event that we're at that we're we're kind of automatically associated with the clown communion. Not, yeah, <laughs> just because it's a gig. Right. You know, we get to play music. We might get paid a little something, but uh, do I do I want to, to be associated with this? Yeah. That was difficult. For yeah. Me. It was challenging, especially as a younger man. I was very theologically acute and, yeah. you know, not very not very gracious, I guess. And so that, you know, I, that's improved as I've gotten older. But back then it was difficult to, to sort out. Yeah, for sure. And there are times when it's hard even now, but I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. When I was young, it was the same way. I was also... Very thoughtful and acute and not very gracious yeah. compared to where I am now.
Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Now it's your turn to join in the conversation. Uh, Do you consider yourself to be an evangelical? If not, what word best describes you? What do you think that word even means? Write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. Join us next time when we discuss voodoo dolls for dogs. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. I'm sure you know someone else who needs to listen to that show. Be a pal, tell them about the show, send them a link, and if they still don't listen, chase them around with a squirt gun until they do. And be sure to subscribe or follow. You don't want to miss that episode. You sure don't. The Hopper Podcast is produced with the help of a big box of pecan sandies. Yeah, oh yeah.